This is a disclaimer. The Crimson Capsule Chapel is a podcast about awareness and self-development. Do not listen if you are weak-minded and easily offended. This podcast is from a red pill perspective. We have to go hard on 304 so you can understand their nature. Thoughts and scando-ass women should not be tolerated. Again, listen at your own discretion. Thank you and enjoy. You're goddamn right. I'm not going to do that. 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 I
Jersey Judah back once again another episode a morning edition even though it's 11 10 by the time I get done who knows what time it will be I'm not sure if I'm going to break this down into two parts or am I just going to make one major episode trust me I am capable of doing so but this is another edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel Today's topic is going to be wolves and sheep. Wolves and sheep. Okay? Now, for people who've seen Better Call Saul, I like, listen, I thought Breaking Bad was what Breaking Bad is still one of the greatest shows. And I still feel in a lot of ways that Breaking Bad is, in fact, better than Better Call Saul. But. They took one side character, essentially, even though he plays a major part. Uh, Saul Goodman, a.k.a. Uh, Jimmy McGill and the operation that became, you know, Walter White and Jesse Pinkman's, you know, meth empire. But they took one character from Breaking Bad and made it an entire six seasons of gold. Right. But one of the reasons why I am doing this episode, I'm going to play the clip again. Hopefully you guys can hear it. Now, I'm not spoiling the show because my homeboy, who I mentioned last night, was the reason why I started watching the show again. More importantly, why I watched Breaking Bad, then watched El Camino, then watched Better Call Saul. But what I will tell you briefly connected to the topic is um, when Saul Goodman, a.k.a. uh, Jimmy McGill, was younger, his father owned the store right but jimmy knew because he was always a wolf like that's kind of like if you think about the show he's always the wolf but at first he had the sheep's clothing you know what i mean he wanted to do things half legit he still wanted to be crooked in one way or another all right but anyway he notices earlier on as like a kid, I think maybe I don't even know how old he would be, six or seven. Right. He already knew that there were people who were corrupted and there were people who were trying to corrupt or there were people who were scammers. There were people who are con artists that try to get over on weak minded people. Right. So as a kid, it's a flashback in one episode. As a kid, he's sitting there. I believe it's season two. He's sitting there and he's looking at a Playboy magazine, right? And keep in mind, he's six years old, right? Six or seven, some shit like that. And um, or maybe he's older, probably 11 at the at the latest. He's probably oldest at that time. He's 11. So. A guy comes in, 
comes in with a sob story saying his tire or his uh his vehicle wasn't working and he needed five dollars to get to the bus, et cetera, et cetera. Keep in mind this was back this is back like five dollars would probably be thirty dollars. Um five dollars then would be thirty dollars today. That's my best way of describing it. So it was a big deal, but Jimmy knew that his father was a pushover. So he allowed these people to come in with a sob story and let them get away with it. But he tried to pull his father aside and say, hey, he's bullshit. He's lying to you. You know what I mean? How can't you not notice? As a kid on the show, he was ahead of his time when it came to really analyzing somebody's character and really looking at someone's body language. Like, okay, so the guy comes in, tells his father, Saul's father, the sob story of, you know, not being able to get gas or whatever in his car and he's broken down and he needs money. So, of course, the father goes along with it. He's the sucker. He's the sheep. He goes in the back to look for, for, for to get to get more money, apparently. While he does that, the guy buys two cartons of cigarettes from young Jimmy, who ends up becoming Saul Goodman. And what he tells him is the following. There are wolves and sheep in this world, kid. Wolves and sheep. Figure out which one you're going to be. And that right there actually is the turning point in a lot of ways of his character, even earlier on as a child. So now he's taking money out of his dad's shit. He's conning people. And he becomes uh, the nickname... Uh, Slipping Jimmy, all right? That, that's as far as I'm going to get because I'm not going to spoil the show for my homeboy who actually just started, I believe he just started watching. He asked me, should he watch El Camino first or watch Better Call Saul? And what I've just seen, I would I would have told him, well, I told him to pretty much watch El Camino first because he just got done watching Breaking Bad. But anyway, wolves and sheep. And we're going to get into this on an intersexual basis where I believe today that women are, in fact, the wolves. Or at the very least, women are wolves in sheep's clothing. All right. We're going to connect the dots here. We're going to get into the descriptions. We're going to talk about lone wolves. We're going to talk about, you know, head of the pack alphas or sheep easily, you know, easily influenced, you know, I mean, following the herd, the herd mindset, more of a beta characteristic driven type of individual. We're going to get into all that. We also have uh, some clips, a lot of clips, actually, which is the reason why I could break this down into two parts. Um, We have a, a description for wolves. We have a description for sheep. Then we're going to get into uh a fresh and fit clip. Shout out to Fresh and Fit, the toxic bunch. I'm saying that as a, in a joking manner, of course. Shout out to the toxic individuals that are CEO Fresh and Myron Gaines, and he and they're going to be talking about why simp's are the worst friends to have. And I and I have stories why simp's are the worst friends to have. All right. We also got uh, women being destroyed. By modern day feminism and hookup culture. We have an 11 minute clip of that. 
Then we have uh, Trisha Zed, where just the girlfriend of the heavy set heavyweight girlfriend pretty much orders her husband around and gets fucked by other men. And the guy watches simple cuckatry. You know what I mean? Cuckatry. But we're going to talk about wolves first. Then we're going to talk about sheep. Let's get it. Wolves are intensely ambitious and never shy from hard work. Socially adept, they function well in leadership and management roles as well as jobs requiring vision and strength of character. Being a natural motivator, their instinctive understanding of group dynamics serves them well in goal-oriented tasks. Wolves are complex, highly intelligent animals who are caring, playful, and above all devoted to family. Only a select few other species exhibit these traits so clearly. Just like elephants, gorillas and dolphins, wolves educate their young, take care of their injured and live in family groups. In their families, wolves play, show affection, feed and discipline their young, and mourn their dead. Like humans, wolves have different personalities, some are loners, some are lovers, some are leaders. Their postures and facial displays express joy and sadness, aggression and fear, dominance and... Alright, hold up. Do sheep have different... Alright, so now, before we talk about sheep, there's a broad description of wolves, right? There are broad descriptions of wolves. A lot of guys who you see do this type of content, they'll reference a pack or they'll talk about um, a tribe. Shout out the tribe of men. And that representation of the wolf, the head of the pack, the alpha archetype, right? But you have lone wolves, which are more sigma, in my personal opinion. The term wolf, in comparison to a sheep, would automatically describe somebody of power and, in some cases, corruption. A sheep in this context is seen as good on one aspect, good in character, but bad within strength, bad when it comes to individuality, bad when it comes to free thinking and free living in an extent. So when you use the term wolf by itself, it can just be as, as, as described, you know, I like wolves, by the way. Personally, I like wolves more, not, not more than lions. Lions are my favorite animal, but wolves are, are probably up there. I, I even like, um, the huskies and dog, like wolf dog type, you know what I mean? So with the wolf, it's, it's a, it's only used in more of a dark or evil fashion when a sheep is compared to it because the sheep is essentially the opposite. Okay. So a guy like myself, I would consider myself a lone wolf, but I've operated amongst others. I feel that with certain tasks and certain things that I like doing and certain things that I need to do, I function better by myself than with a pack especially a pack of um, different intentions, different emotions, different mindsets, right? But when we talk about sheep, 
are really, when I talk about women being a wolf in sheep's clothing, it's almost the opposite. They're also, in a lot of ways, sheep's in wolf's clothing today. In comparison to the strong and independent, aka in, all, in the long run, weak and problematic. So the women today who claim to be strong and independent, they are more the wolves. Well, they're more of the, the sheep in wolf's clothing. Because they're going against any any form of nature, any form of biology that states otherwise for them. See what I'm saying? But with sheep, it's it's quite obvious what sheep represents, especially in comparison of wolf. So let's get into sheep. Do sheep have different personalities? Sheep personality varies within the flock far from being ubiquitous flock members. Individual sheep show different personalities, based on tests of boldness, gregariousness, activity, anxiousness, and maternal style. Personality differences and bonds between individuals affect the way the flock moves and splits. Sheep are a prey species, and their only defense is to flee. Sheep display an intensely gregarious social instinct that allows them to bond closely to other sheep and preferentially to related flock members. Flock mentality movements protect individuals from predators, but in case you need any additional encouragement, consider these characteristics of sheep, timid, fearful, easily panicked, dumb, stupid, gullible, stampede easily, vulnerable to mob psychology, little or no means of self-defense, can only run, easily killed by enemies. All right. So that's the sheep. And as, as as legit prey like sheep are legit prey that's why you'll hear a lot of guys who are more free thinking use the term sheep amongst people because these are the people who easily follow the what is considered to be influences amongst them you see what i'm saying they don't think for themselves now this can be this can be um this can also parallel to women who don't have independent thinking who are more stronger together than apart, right? Men had to learn to be stronger by themselves rather than with the partner, even though with compatibility and only through compatibility and pair bonding, two people are better together than apart, man and woman. But if you take away that particular, that particular part, you just have guys that will just try to fuck women. And these women are destructive at best. They have the herd mentality where they just follow one another. Any any one any one sheep or woman in this scenario that stands out <clears throat> that stands out or that is straight up against feminism or is against this idea that masculinity has became toxic only when women disagree. Those women or those sheep are led to the slaughter. They're cast out by their own. Women, women are very emotional and they become very vocal. This is why women gossip. This is why a woman can't physically harm a man, but verbally ruin a man's reputation. Because the sheep together they can they can they can work amongst the world uh, together as a sort of a cohesive unit they can actually they're better together as women in in terms of 
decision making, breaking down to simply what is right and what is wrong. Because I've always talked about a lot of women, modern women today, they don't have accountability. They do not. You know what I mean? In the description of what it is outside of women and what it is in comparison to wolves, these are easy prey. Okay? Easy prey. Now, the sheep in representation of a man is weak-minded man. The sheep is someone who will blatantly follow woman because of her beauty and not know nothing of her character or morality. That that is that's that's the fucking truth. That weak-minded man is the simp because similar to the woman, he participates in groupthink. You know what I'm saying? He he participates in groupthink. He doesn't step outside of the boundaries because he is fearful of rejection. He is fearful of being ostracized. He is fearful, constantly fearful, never takes risk, right? That is the sheep within a man. You see what I'm saying? Now, <clears throat> the sheep and wolf thing is only, and then you got sheep dogs. This is something that I wanted to mention. Matter of fact, Fuck it, I'll describe it because I kind of know what it is. A sheepdog is someone who is of authority but still goes by that particular order of sheep. All right, so this is the police officer. A police officer is considered a sheepdog. Matter of fact, let me let me put this in here real quick. Here are some pictures that match. I don't want pictures. Um, I hate this shit, man. Let's see if I can find this here. I don't know why I can't find it now. If I can't, then fuck it. All right, so a sheepdog is considered a police officer. Now, I, I, I'm connecting the dots here because this is legitimately a cross between the wolf and the sheep. Sheepdog, right? And it is like a guardian, but is still a part of that order. In this case, a fraternal order, right? So a sheepdog being someone of authority, but the authority respectfully in most cases are, of course, abused, but an authority nevertheless, a controlled authority. Right. So you'll have guys who are more sheep. Because they're easily they're easily manipulated. You know, what I mean, they they're, they they follow trends in a way that bitches follow trends. There's no for a lot of these for a lot of these people, there is no original thought. 
their thoughts are usually somebody else of influence. They don't necessarily have their individual experiences to truly gather anything resourceful from their lives. They are not able to be introspective. You see what I'm saying? And and they're easily living their lives through other people like women. They live their lives through other women. This is why all of these women ask and demand the high value man. It's not generally because they need it. It's just they've seen it. They've seen it and heard it from others. Others of influence to them. All right. Now, on a wolf aspect with a woman being a wolf, with women being wolves, this is a representation of the predatory female. A matter of fact, hold up. All right. So the book that I've been referencing this entire time throughout the podcast, I would say for at least three years is The Predatory Female, A Field Guide to Dating and the Marriage-slash-Divorce Industry. This is by Lawrence Shannon. All right? This is an excellent book that um, I suggest guys to check out. It really exposes the true predatory nature of woman. By woman. (laughs) That's the important part. By woman. See that? Bitches can't say it's misogynistic unless you're calling her. If you're calling her misogynistic, that's fine. I'm only referencing that. Now, the the predatory female being what would I what I would consider to be the wolf variation of woman would be a woman who uses her body and weaponizes her body and ultimately becomes sex object for monetary gain. But that's not it. They can take advantage of the higher up guys by playing a role. And they can also keep um, a beta orbit and a roster of weak-minded men who she can use for all of the materials. She wants the sex, but she also wants the treatment. But Bitches don't realize, like, when bitches advertise themselves as side bitches, they're certified failures. Like, we talked about with Brittany Renner. It's like a de-evolution of Brittany Renner, where we talked about it. It's just stepdaddy season one minute. It's crying and playing about men the next minute in forgiveness, right? It's crying and playing about not getting any options or having men wanting to talk to her like she used to because she's 30 and now she's a single mother. And you can check out that interview with Cam Newton. Or it's something recent, a.k.a. yesterday, right, from Chisha Zed, a video we're going to we're going to get into another video from Chisha Zed in a little bit. But the video from last night or last episode is now her pretty much glorifying herself as a homewrecker and a side bitch. So see these women, those are the wolves. Those are the women that can appear on camera, cry, boohoo, complain about her, her misfortunes. And at the same time, get off the phone and realize that she has just tons of men in her inbox. Even in the position that 
Brittany Renner is in. You know what I mean? She's just a glorified thought. But women look up to that. Women are trying to come up off of that. Okay? That's what bitches do. Bitches try to come up off of that shit. They'll come up off of the tears. They'll come up off of the sob stories. Like we talked about, make it, make it make sense. Part one, two, and three. Last night was part three. I forgot about that. Make it meant, make it make sense. Part three. Look at make it make sense. Part two. Washed up porn star. Did nothing but got her throat fucked and sucked tons of dicks with a smile on her face. Right. Gets to a point when the well runs dry. She claimed she was not valued like she was in the beginning. How valued can you be by taking cocks to the throat? Like, seriously. But at the end, it's all the same. They play victim. This is why, essentially, they are sheep in wolf's clothing. Rather than the wolf in sheep's clothing would be the representation of a man, a smooth talker, um, the tender swindler. I'm breaking this shit down. The tender swindler would be the perfect example of what you would consider to be a wolf in sheep's clothing, at least on the perspective of women. Now, on the opposite end, Brittany Renner would be the sheep in wolf's clothing in representation of woman. You see what I mean? Because all of her emotions, she can't really control it any fucking way. So it's night or day when she when she records. You see what I mean? Like when she's on camera, you don't know if she's going to talk shit about men or if she's going to put a rich nigga on a pedestal. That's that's how she gets down. The tender swindler was straightforward. He played he played the role. You know, what I mean, he played. The sheep, but but a successful sheep, a dominant sheep, but still a sheep, nevertheless. Oh, well, this woman sees this successful guy and thinks, wow, you know, he wants to be with me. This is a dream come true. They reference Disney multiple times. Right. As this happily ever after scenario, because this guy had pictures of him on airplanes, pictures of him in front of a house, pictures of him in a sports car, all the same shit. All the same shit, you know, that, that gets a bitch's attention. And then you know, swindles these bitches, got hundreds of thousands of dollars from these women. But women don't realize that they themselves, women, do the same thing. They make money and they feed off of male loneliness, just like we talked about last night. Of course, it's not pointed out because they're women. See what I mean? Just think about that. We're going to be talking about sheep. This is an example of a sheep. A simp is pretty much a sheep. Simp is representation of sheep. All right. Shout out to the toxic duo, Fresh and Fit. (laughs) Shout out to all the other toxic men out there. Shout out to the Tate brothers. You know, they're the toxic twins. They're not even twins, are they? One's older than the other. But... Another good toxic duo. Shout out to all the toxic men out there. Apparently, if you have an opinion that woman strongly disagrees with, you are automatically toxic. And due to that alone, I would be proud to be a part of that group of toxic men. But simps are the worst friends to have. 
representation of sheep. Let's get it. When you're friends with guys that aren't good with women, what's going to happen is once they get a girl, they're going to let that girl control their fucking life. Okay, and when a woman controls a man's life, nothing but misery is going to come from that because women can barely control their fucking lives. Okay, this is why girls that are single long term are miserable because they know deep down they need the direction and the stability of a fucking man. And also, look, this this is also something to point out. Connecting the sheep, right? The sheep analogy. When a woman runs the herd, the herd is led to the slaughter. Okay, when women run the herd. When women, <laughs> it's a good one. When women are the herd, right? And woman runs relationship, woman runs marriage. She's going to run that to the ground. Matter of fact, got you. Misogyny. Men lead, women follow. I don't go fuck what nobody says. Okay? You can say the strongest, most independent woman ever. She's still going to want a man because her biology tells her, I need a man by my side. Okay? No chick is happy that's single long-term. Trust me. There's a reason why they want a ring. There's a reason why they want to take your last name. There's a reason why they want to walk down a fucking aisle in a white dress with their daddy handing them off to a man. It's because it's ingrained in them to need a man. The problem is that these... Now, there is a variation that I do disagree with. I don't think women today need that wife. They they want, like I've said before, they want the one night wife experience. A lot of these women just aren't capable of being those wives long term, but they want the center of attention. That's the one thing that I'll disagree with. Modern day hoes want a man, and that's not enough to keep a guy around. You need to you need to need that motherfucker. So I say all that to say this you need to be around guys that are good with women because guys that are good with women number one aren't going to sell you out number two don't value pussy too much and then number three control their life you're with a guy that's a simp trust me everything he does is going to be dictated by his fucking girl Hey, bro, you want to hang out this weekend? Uh, let me run it by the wife. What the fuck? Uh, yo, uh, yo, we're going to go do this shit. Uh, we're going to go hit the club, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you want to come? Uh, nah, bro, uh, I'm going to stay on my girl. Uh, she's going to get mad and bitch at me. What the fuck? Are you close to your father? Does he even return your call? Terrible. Oh, happy wife, happy wife, happy wife. Like, no, bro, you do not want to hang out with fucking clowns because I'm telling you, they're going to go, their, their failure with their woman is going to bleed into your life. God forbid you start a business with these niggas. Yo, we got a fucking meeting. We got to go travel to the UK. Uh, no, bro, I don't know if I can do that, my girl, bro. Uh, yo, I get the fuck out of here. Gotta get another ticket for her, and then she's out there fucking being mad, being a fucking bitch, mad as fuck, mad as fuck, because you he's working late and shit, and now you gotta adjust your work schedule to him because of his fucking girl. Fuck that shit, man. <laughs> fuck that shit. I do not do business with guys that are simps, suckers, don't have their girl in check. Fuck no, because I know. <laughs> when I do business with that guy, I'm basically doing business with this fucking girl. Damn. No, thank you. That's Damn. the truth. Call me a fucking asshole. There's a reason why men make more money than women. We work harder, period. 
Then I wanted to take way more fucking risk. I'm not going to go ahead and limit my ability to succeed off a dude that can't even control his bitch. If you can't control your bitch, you can't control your life. Period. It's fucking wrong. Yeah. Pretty much. Damn. And that's the way women want it. Damn. Cook. All right. Cook. Get rid of them niggas, bro. Fuck, nigga. Get rid of them niggas. Cook. Right. Like, I'm gonna internalize the advice you gave me. That's that's good. Listen to what I just told you three times over. Bring that shit into your brain. My brother was like that too. He had some sip ass friends. I told his ass, get rid of them niggas immediately. Immediately. You right, can't be around sips, bro. Uh, at all. Guys. Never. Yeah, yeah, thank you guys. You can't be around. L- listen, guys. Well, see, I can't explain this to every guy because every guy in one form or fashion, including myself previously, was a simp it's just they didn't know they still a lot of guys still don't know that they're just simping and pedestalizing bitches and that's the reason why they're not getting nowhere with bitches but then again with the degree of how women are acting and their expectations and low value you probably shouldn't even focus on that to begin with now that's just my personal opinion fresh and fit their opinion is different but they make a hell of a lot more points than I would say uh, a female dating coach. We talked about them last night as well. Like that whole make it make sense aspect where a woman who just has to open her legs to get fucked is going to teach you how to fuck her. Just as she, and she can't experience what being a man truly is and what approaching is and handling rejection early. She cannot relate in that aspect. It doesn't matter how friendly she appears or how helpful she appears for men. When these women start giving advice, this is when you just turn the other cheek. Just just leave. Don't even don't even insult them. Just 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 leave. Let me insult them. Because that's what that's what I'm here for. I'm insult I'm not insulting women, but if women follow these bitches, then you're just a part of the herd. If like women and see, this is the thing where a man and a woman differs. See, when man sees corruption, he in one way or another points out the corruption. When women see corruption, they'll try to go. If that corruption represents power, if that corruption represents fame, if that uh, if that corruption represents representation or our reputation in general, she's going she's going to pursue that. She will be corrupted. This is what I talk about attraction versus attachment, where a woman gets corrupted by her own attraction. She realizes that men want to fuck her and she's able to put those guys in certain categories. Whether it's the guy she blatantly sleeps with or it's the guy she uses and takes advantage of. Right. Straight up. But you don't want simp- you don't want guys, and I've talked about this, like friends that I had who were simps, and why I literally could not really stomach hanging out with them, unless motherfuckers are at the crib drinking and shit, drinking beer, watching whatever, you know, during a time when Trump was in office, niggas would just sit back and talk about how reckless Trump was. But they all they all saw saw it as a negative. I always saw it as a positive. I've been very vocal about it. But besides that, 
outdoors, walking somewhere, going to going to like the mall or going to um, any place that has women with these guys, it's it's a it's it's a bad experience because they're they're like salivating over anything present. Like this is this is like bona fide simps. Young men in shape putting fat bitches on pedestal. This is an example. Numerous others. Okay. Simps are the worst people to generally be around as as friend. Coworker, it's it's comical, but as friend, someone that you're supposed to talk to. And, and these are the guys who are, like I said, and, and like like Myron Gaines said, these are the worst when it comes to getting into a relationship because they allow their woman to control who they hang out with when they hang out with them. The man has no control over the relationship. Woman already has control over sex. But when woman has the gatekeeper, when woman becomes gatekeeper of sex and relationship, that man is like destined to be miserable at the end. But the reason why I don't feel sorry for these men is because they choose to put themselves in that submissive position with woman. That's that's just the reality. And these are the women who are also a representation of the sheep in wolf's clothing. She pretends to want to control everything, but she barely has control over her emotions. So you allow these type of people to control a relationship as a man. I mean, what the fuck do you expect at the end of the day? And you, and you guys may notice, you guys may find this familiar because you've had friends like this. You may have had people that you were close to, right? And then these these guys who've been in the dry spell and who's just sort of just chasing, chasing women, right? They find themselves getting into a relationship and you see less and less of them. And the time that they hit you up and want to hang out, it's because they broken up. See, that's how that's how certain guys get. You don't want to be around those guys straight up. You don't want to be around those guys at all. All right. We still got two videos left. Uh, women being destroyed. This is what happens when woman plays the character of sheep in wolf's clothing. This is the strong and independent. These are the women who are influenced by by feminism and all this other shit. This is the backlash. So I'm in my car. I'm about to go home. The date didn't happen. He texted me. And it was a joke. It's a small minority of men who get pretty much all of the matching. We both have the same type of man. Like, we like a nasty We like a criminal. I don't need a man. We're going to talk about cheating and how to get away with it. He had no intention on showing up. Okay, for all of my girlies who are considering their first phase, do it. Do not deal. See that? All this are bitches. All, all of these clips here are bitches telling on themselves. Nothing more, nothing less. Bitches telling on themselves. Hey, if you're thinking about having a hoe phase, do it. That's what, see, this is advice that women give to other women. This is why women remain single. Single women keep men, keep women single. That kind of, that, that makes sense. If this is the type of advice they're getting, they're, they're, they're getting advice like this.
Young matter of fact, let me be let me be specific. Young women are getting advice like this to this degree. Woman for three months. F- her. So when you go hook up, you need to see it as sex and you're out. Sex and you're out. And then ghost <laughs> her for four days and dump her and then tell her it's just because you don't have romantic feelings uh, for her. Uh, I was always so curious, you know, what it would be like to really get beaten by someone in a- another 304 slut. Now that woman right there, shout out to Austria D. That that woman was uh the bitch that Austria D reacted to, where she did the whole facial abuse thing. In other words, she was getting fucked in the mouth, throwing up on dicks on camera and smiling and shit. Like that's yeah. Yeah. Away. I spent two hours getting ready. I drove 25 minutes to get here. Girl, you don't need no f***ing man. I do not need a man. I can finance myself, I can f- myself, and I can feed myself. Like, I'm a single mom and I work from home. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm trying to find a person and I said like I have a lot of hobbies, I have a lot of friends, but like right now I'm going through a really difficult time. I may end up wow. 35 and single. So wow. what? Wow. Seeing my grandparents, wow. my cousins, kids and how happy they look and I'm not wow. even get to see that, witness that experience. That bye bye. <laughs> I'm never good enough. So things aren't exactly going great for modern women in the world of dating, or for that matter, in life in general. And it's very tempting to simply blame men for all of this pain and misery. The problem with narcissistic, attractive men, I've been speaking a lot about how awful men treat women. Met so many narcissistic boys. Here to prove that... So many narcissistic fuckboys that I fucked and sucked willingly. See that? However, things are a bit more complicated than that. And more importantly, what most people fail to realize is that change never happens in isolation. This means that when you change even just one variable in the world of dating, then already the entire ecosystem changes. However, when you start f***ing around with all of the variables between men and women, then you really get going and you have no idea what the outcome will be. Um, it's not at all what it used to be. Like, first comes love, then comes marriage, then comes the baby and the baby carriage. No. It is first comes sex, then comes ghosting, then comes emotional trauma and trust issues. <laughs> I don't know how to let something go to my life. So I just don't entertain anybody. And in my experience, I began to feel just disrespected by every single guy um, that I ever slept with. I always would feel like (laughs) as soon as I, like, you know, gave it up to a guy, um, I would just be, like, trashed to the side. Like, I was, like, disposable. And it was really affecting my mental health and, like, making my self-confidence a lot worse. Life is just really lonely. (laughs) Just another holiday I'm by myself. So if you agree that modern dating is completely f***ed, 
then drop a like and comment down below what you think is the main problem here. So you see, what initially started as women simply wanting sexual equality and freedom. A common narrative that you'll hear is from feminists or from progressives is that the sexual revolution was a great idea and it was a way of counteracting centuries of oppressive patriarchal oppression. In other words, it's an excuse for them to go out there and fuck guys and try to compete with guys by doing so. There's a lot of weird ways that women try to compete with men. One of those things are sex. Yes, sex. This is what this is what women use to compete against men. Because a lot of women know that if they're really attractive in this day and age, they can go on OnlyFans and make more money than what a regular hardworking man does. Yeah, the man works harder, but she's able to get paid more from her presentation alone. The man who performs the best is the man who's in the best position. In other words, a multitude of men can't just go into a place and stand there and, and, and wait for women to approach him. That doesn't work. You know what I'm saying? This is why I think, well, matter of fact, let's just go through this. Has now morphed, hold up, women telling other women that they should have a hoe phase, date multiple men at once, and definitely never settle. I am hooking up with him on the beach and realizing that's a public place but later that evening i went to a party and i ended up hooking up with two other people judge me if you want no regrets rotational another 304 slut in my life means that instead of me having one partner, I currently have five mini partners. It's see you later season on to the next because there are men literally everywhere. There's three major reasons. Another 304 slut. That's <laughs> why monogamy is bullshit. We've gone from a society where men would have to bend over backwards just to get a phone number or to simply be allowed to hold a woman's hand to now being able to text a woman, hey, wanna come over whenever you want to have sex. I like cannot tell you like the last time I was asked out on like an actual, like normal date. Your experiences are mostly what guys just saying, hey, come over? Yeah, like that shit, yeah. The effort required to get a Zero effort. She, she has, her effort is only into herself. This is why women just dwell in solipsism. They dwell in self-centeredness because that that's all like they that's all they really have to generally offer a man and if it's not true it's projected in that way today the same women who say that they're not sex objects were the same women who were walking in something that is called the slut walk just blatant mental and emotional unstable behavior just just on repeat with these women they don't know is essentially what they want the whole alpha fucks beta bucks mindset with woman is this she knows that the guys who she generally wants aren't good for her or don't want her two two options you're not good for her Meaning, you're going to fuck her and throw her aside, are pretty much the same conclusion where the man doesn't want her. 
long term. The man only wants your short term. So the excuse of these women is if I can be with four or five guys like that on rotation, then I'm doing something. I'm coming up. I'm doing what men do. And even with the guy describing it, not all men have that capability of hitting a bitch up and saying, hey, you want to come over? Like, that's just not true. That's not happening. Only only a small percentage of guys really have that ability to hit up a woman randomly and say, hey, you want to chill? Like that, you know, I'm just giving the raw, the real, and the red pill, man. It's f***ing raw! Nowadays, it's so low that many guys feel perfectly comfortable saying the weirdest on dating apps or be as direct as possible. They can go, you know, meet up with a new woman every night, potentially. And I think the problem with that is that it does encourage bad behavior from those men. Um, really rude, really explicit from the get-go, asking for news straight away. This behavior that leads to most women feeling as if all that men want from them is sex and nothing else, which can become quite disheartening. But it's quite honest because they project themselves as sex object. Are you fucking stupid? Are you not pointing these things out? Would you not consider most of these women to just project themselves as sex object? Even if they're not, quote unquote, 304s, whores, or anything of that nature, even if they're doing all of this for attention, this is why there's the term the attention whore. That is why we use that terminology. Because she doesn't, she, this is the thing with sex object. This is the thing with sex object. Unless she is literally a prostitute, she is selling the idea of her sex. She's not selling sex. She is selling the possibility of sex. Only fan girls, porn stars, etc. That's what they, that's what they use as a tactic. That's how they weaponize their beauty. It's, it's the pussy, it's the pussy is power pill for these bitches. The intent to only use you for their sexual needs. Yeah. It's yeah. very empty. Yeah. Like it makes me feel worthless and like yeah. I have nothing yeah. else to offer anybody. And then yeah. 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 So you like you're absolutely nothing. That truly does break your spirit. Yeah. And then when they find out I'm like a real person with real feelings, uh -oh. they're like, oh no, I just wanted like a sex doll that I could. Yeah, because you projected yourself as sex doll. You're probably half naked on most of your pictures. Yeah. But play victim at the end of the day. That's all bitches do. They play victim. And they'll put, they, they know deep down inside, they put themselves in those situations. Like me and my shortcomings were shortcomings that I most likely put myself in. I can blame another person, but then I can look into the mirror and said, I allowed to be around certain people when certain things occur. See what I mean? That's why I'm on my lone wolf shit today. Like I don't, I'm cool. With being alone. The rain sucks. I know that. It's been raining this whole weekend. And that sucks. But other than that, I'm quite fine being by myself. Because when you've been in situations when you were around others, when you when you've considered people to be friends and they do some slick retarded shit, 
you have to sort of learn from that instead of just ignore it and just continue to go out there and possibly let yourself be the sheep and let yourself get taken advantage of and let yourself be easily manipulated and influenced. Discard whatever I wanted. And I'm like, how the f do you think that makes me feel? <laughs> bye Please bye. explain to me how the f is this a win for modern women? Bye it's bye. Not. Now, some of you might say, hey, you're wrong. This sh only works for the top 10% of men. Well, yes. to that I say, yes. f them. Man. <laughs> Sorry, my inner feminist came out. But seriously. There you go. Soy boys. City soy this this is the city soy boys. <laughs> the city soy boys. The zasty this this is the sassy squad. <laughs> this is the sassy soy boy squad. It came out. His inner feminist came out. Fuck those men. Fuck the ten percent. Fuck the guys who worked hard and became successful. Fuck them. I'm on the woman's side, see? Subscribe to my channel. This is not about the adverse effects that modern feminism is having on men, since it's not being sold to men. The last four and a half years, I've been on hundreds, hundreds of dates. I would go on five, six, seven dates a week. I would... rather be alone than deal with some half-assed shit from a man. That's why I see the point in some women participating in hookup culture. Like, I would not want to waste my time going on all these dates if really my end goal here is just to have sex. If you become your everything and you want them to be your everything, then you have it twisted. Modern feminism and hookup culture are specifically being sold to women as a positive and freeing force that is empowering to them. And the only question that I'm asking, is that actually the case or is it setting them up for failure? Are we done pretending like that's empowering or even healthy? Because hookup culture benefits guys more than it will ever benefit girls. Guys mainly just want sex. They rarely want commitment, but will do practically anything to get laid. Hookup See, this is the problem that women don't figure out. See, they're only in black and white. They're only thinking black and white, right? Think about how those guys became the way that they are. <laughs> okay? How about we do this? How did these men become these guys who just want sex out of women? What conclusions have they come up with when it came to most women? Think about it. What conclusion did they really come up with to, to realize that, hey, I'm just going to go out here and try to have fun? Bitch, you created the hookup culture. Woman creates hookup culture. She creates hookups. She initiates sex. Stop bullshitting. Stop bullshitting. Stop playing victim. See, because the only reason why... What happens is these women get into these, they go on the cock carousel and they expect to find one of these quote unquote fuck boys to marry and take care of them. But they only take care of them for one night. They skeet skeet and skedaddle. <laughs> bye bye. Mwah. You know what I'm saying? Bye bye. That's all they're used up as when it comes to being woman. They've chosen that path. They've they almost chosen that line of work of just being a modern day prostitute, which is pretty much a bitch online looking for a high value man. But 
She doesn't offer shit. Can't cook, can't clean. She believes that all of these things are morally bad for women. Having children to an extent with these women are bad. So much so that they celebrate abortion. I mean, you know, I'm just saying. Culture um, has become very toxic. But nowadays, there's no courting. There's no getting to know one another. All people want to do nowadays is meet up the I'm not good with, like, hookups. Because I'm like, I want to cuddle. like, know about your day. And then they just look at me crazy. Get the fuck out of here. See, that, that. The reason the reason being is the culture and its effect, even on even on women who may never may have may have never hooking up. For a lot of guys today, it would be best to expect worse from women than expect better. I'm just going to say it flat out. It's, It's better to expect in some cases, expect nothing from women, expect nothing and expect to be expected for everything as men. Expect nothing from women and expect to be expected for everything from women. That's a modern relationship. Now, keep in mind, these women, once again, initiate hookups. It's the guys who are able. It's it's most it's most of the guys who are able to get the attention from the women. To pretty much get fucked first date, it's an attractive guy to her. It's the lottery. She's not going to she feels that she's not going to get anything better. She feels that this guy who is way better than her, she feels that she can compete for that guy when she's only selected as a warm body at night. Let's just be honest. It's so that I look stupid and I feel stupid and I because they just want to now, even though I am also one of those evil creatures called men, that doesn't mean that I reject feminism in general. It is modern day feminism specifically that I have a problem with. Women have. All right, I can accept that. I apologize for the uh, <laughs> the soy boy comment. <laughs> I apologize for the soy boy comment. I, I can respect that. All right. Equal rights to men and being equally respected is a no-brainer. However, that is not what modern feminism is about. Go ahead, Go ahead cook. What feminism does is simultaneously teach women to detest masculine traits in men, but cultivate them in themselves. So, for instance, a man that sexualizes women is misogynistic, but a woman should sell her nudes online and she's a bad bitch. Be a Talk that shit. Talk that shit. Excellent point by woman. Excellent point. Make it make sense. I'm not going to call this make it make sense part four. Although I could, but I'm not. I'm going to call this uh, wolves and sheeps. Okay. That's what I'm going to call it. But seriously, think about it. That's the hypocrisy. That's the double standard. That's the BS that a lot of women live by. They live by this shit. A bitch, honey. Be that bitch. Be a boss. Bitch. 
So the biggest problem with feminism is that it makes women reject their feminine traits. Yep. So they no longer want to be loyal or nurturing. As a result, we're breeding a generation of men who no longer aspire to provide, protect, and most importantly, respect women because they can access them and replace them. She said it perfectly. Because when you keep yelling that women should shut up, down with men, and we don't need any men, you're simply selling women a big fat lie. Let's talk about being single. Nobody ever wants to talk about how hard it can be and how isolating it can feel. You watch everybody go have babies and get in relationships and you just feel like you're stuck here alone. When women do find a nice guy that treats them with respect, other women will sabotage that relationship because he's too basic for their taste. This trend. Detective test determined you are telling the truth. Bare minimum is getting ridiculous. Can't even post a TikTok anymore appreciating my partner without people commenting that it's the bare minimum or I have low standards. You'll have a hard time being in a happy relationship if you just expect more and more from your partner without appreciating the small things first. I hate my friends' boyfriends. My friends are these beautiful, intelligent, successful women that deserve the world. And they will rock up to my birthday with Joe from Tinder. Joe can barely string a sentence together and makes her cry twice. They see how they just like. They put themselves on such a high pedestal that it's comical today. Like, you can look at these bitches and say, like, you're not even worth half of that. You're not worth of half of what you're even requiring from men. But you've been taught by society that you can do this. Women can be childish. And women can point out a man for playing video games as being childish. But she spends her time um, in an emotional wreck, having temper tantrums about disagreements and, and silly shit, dude. Like, they're childish beings. Wait, the only thing I want from Joe is to f off out of both of our lives. Now, the last woman loves to sh talk about how basic her friends' boyfriends are and that they should break up. But here's the same woman about her own love life. Like, I have a lot of hobbies, I have a lot of friends, but like right now, I'm going through a really difficult time. I can't tell you how much I wish I had someone to just like give me a hug and everything's <laughs> gonna be fine. I just like watch TV. Because if I had nothing, I had someone that I loved and who really genuinely loved me. This is just absolutely insane. Because not only is this type of shitting on other women's quote unquote basic boyfriends a real problem, but this wow. constant gaslighting by modern feminists bye has bye. made most women believe that they are a perfectly cut 10 carat diamond Negative. and that they are owed the highest quality of men. You're just pissed because I'm educating women to wake the fuck up and raise their standards. Get the fuck out of here. No, I'm going to teach women to wait. And guess what, women, ladies? I didn't meet my man until 34, and I would have waited until I was 64. Until I was 64. Until wow. I was 64. Yeah, wow. that's going to work out just fine. Yeah. Jillian, I'm 39, and I'm trying to get back into dating. I've realized I'm absolutely terrified of being hurt, taught of falling for someone, and having it blow up in my face. So I'm at the beach, and I see all these families and all these couples, and I just look and go, what the hell did I do so wrong in a past life that I can't find that for myself? Um, it would be cool if someone could end the crushing romance for a minute or two. I'm tired of feeling like 
if someone see this is where women fail. This is this is female. What, what, what you've heard is a compilation of female failures. And it's not because that they're alone. It's literally because they choose to be. They're too fucking picky. Their expectations are too high and their values do not add up to that equation of what they expect. This is this is the modern day female failure. You can probably hear the rain that's been dropping the entire time. And badly enough, hopefully you can hear the women in the compilation because, of course, it's a compilation and the, the volume settings are all fucked up. But yeah, that's what you got. We got one more video to go through. Fuck it, we're going to go through all this. We're already on a roll. But going along with the title and the subject, these are all sheep in wolves' clothing. These are all just fragile beings playing dress up, acting dominant, acting strong and independent because they can open their legs and get fucked by a multitude of men. And comparing that to what a man has to do to even be around these fucking women. See, that's the that's the mentality that these women lack. They don't they cannot empathize or they cannot even sympathize with a man and his struggles because she knows nothing about that. Her feet, her her personal feet is opening her legs and having guys fuck her. Getting validation from men. That is her feet. And to still end up being older later on, miserable, not being able to find a husband, not being able to have children and blaming men because of that, knowing that she always had those options. She's always had those qualities of men, but she's stuck playing dress up. She wants to be the wolf. She's the sheep deep down inside, but she wants to be the wolf. All right. Now, I really want to spoil uh, Better Call Saul, but I'm not going to do it just because my homeboy who, who who listens and who's been listening for a minute, I'm not going to spoil the show for like another two weeks. In two weeks, I will do a breakdown of Better Call Saul from a red pill perspective and how Saul is a, just a simp on top of simps. No different from anything else. He, he became Saul Goodman through trials and tribulations but anyway this is the reality this is and look say whatever the fuck you want the truth is what it is you know i mean y'all may as women you may want that dominant position but you don't really want the responsibility that comes with it you're not willing to as a woman who makes a lot of money let's say a woman makes 150,000 a year and she's looking for men. Okay. The guys who are usually in her price range are not attracted to her. And, and actually they don't want women who make as much money or more money. That's just the truth. So now she's going to have that barrier of money. She's going to be the woman who's considered the, a real boss bitch who has all of the money. And her thing is a man a man, she can't find what she would consider a man on her level. But in all actuality, the men on her level don't want her because that money that she makes doesn't make her a more attractive, appealing woman. That's just the truth. 
But anyway, we're going to move on to the next video by Trisha Zed. All right. If I'm able to uh, get to this playlist properly. Girlfriend, and this is this is a fat couple, but the girl likes getting fucked by black dudes and like likes getting fucked. And the husband is forced to watch. So this is the example. This is what happens when just a sheep of a man follows suit as as woman leads the herd like this woman leads the herd into the danger zone to to just utter disaster a complete catastrophe an atrocity <laughs> joseph youtube welcome to the coffee pod bottom is she said break the coffee it'll make you feel better cuck hold couple interview oh god let's go Oh my god. <laughs> Turned into me pretty much telling him I'm sleeping with whomever I want and you're just going to sit in the corner and watch. So you became the master kind of? I did. I am. <laughs> and Dakota, how, how does that sit with you? I like it. I enjoy it. Do you enjoy it? Mm. Get the fuck out of here. So, so what, what, what does this look like? I mean, Sarah will bring home men or tell me what, what happens? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she'll bring home guys or uh, we'll go meet guys at hotel rooms or stuff. But normally she just brings them home. Ah, okay, so. Wow. Hold up. Let me see something real quick. Yeah, because I knew this was fucked up. This fucking piece of shit. I was fucking with this volume the whole time knowing that this was off like for some reason i knew that this audio booster was not working and there's nothing but ads wow this is bad man unfucking believable all right let's get back to it <laughs> she said you're gonna sit in the corner you're gonna watch me bring home guys something tells me these are black men i'm just just gonna put that out there i'm not sure yet but i bet you they're black it just always seems to be the situation with these type of situations let's keep watching yep i like the comfort of my own home <laughs> these are just r- random guys you'll meet mm-hmm. well i have a black only preference so I'll- there you go Oh, black only preference, my dog. Oh man, that's painful. She's getting ran through. I guarantee you, this guy hates black people, dude. This guy, psychologically speaking, and I'm not even saying like he's a racist, but because his quote unquote wife, his actual wife, gets fucked by black guys and he willingly participates just to stay with the woman, I guarantee you that's a thing. It's not a fetish to him. He hates black men because of it. I guarantee you, bro. This nigga hates black men. <laughs> looking and looking down at the floor, he's like, memories are coming. Yes, she does have a black only preference. Some of them are black, but yes. And they're, I've made them on websites or I've given my number out to people and random and just invited them over like a guy. We would drive through. I thought he was cute, so I gave him my number and he showed up that night. <laughs> and this happens so often? Well, I try to do it 
at least once or twice a week, but work, you know, it's really hard. You, you guys are both working? Yes, we work full time. Yeah. But I, I do it every opportunity I can when I get free time. Twice the past week? Yeah, twice so far. <laughs> and Dakota, you, you, you'll sit in the, in the room and watch? And watch and record and stuff like that. Or whatever the guys want me to, if they want me to do stuff. So what is your experience of this? Is it humiliating? Is it uh, tantalizing? Is it exciting? Is it, what is it? Mm, it? It is humiliating, but it's also sexy to watch a guy basically perform. I can. It's almost like watching porn. What? <laughs> Smith says it's better to watch a guy perform better than I can. My golly. Suspect. Is what kind of led Suspect. You into this? Suspect behavior, man. Very suspect, very sassy. <laughs> even, even using the term sassy is sassy. But very sassy behavior, man. Very sassy activity. Not really. Being a voyeur? No. Not, not really. So I think it, it went from us doing like threesomes and swinging and to us both realizing that it was more fun if I was just watching and she was playing with the guys. The threesomes and the swinging became more fun if he just stayed out of it. Gosh. Wow. And you'll pick up different guys each time? Well, I've got my regulars that I like. Keep in mind, guys, this bitch is over. She is over 230 pounds, bro. She is over 230 pounds. <laughs> and she has her regulars of black men. Blacks only. She has a black preference of getting her back blown out by BBC. Just shout out to the BBC gang. Look, she has her preference of getting dug out. This big linebacker looking bitch has a preference of getting dug out by men. Has a husband who sits back, watches, and sometimes films. A disgrazia. Despicable. <laughs> Unless I find a library that I really, really like, and then I'll play with him quite a bit. But you're more closely bonded with Dakota than these all these other guys, I assume, right? Oh, yes, yes. Most definitely. <laughs> you're not, not going to leave Dakota for somebody you. Never. Never. <laughs> I will laugh at them and tell them, no, sorry. Not going to happen. <laughs> it's You're going to take me, and, and then he's going to be there whether you like it or not. <laughs> and that's all lies. That's why she's laughing, too. Like, it's all lies. If some nigga were to magic, she's laughing because it will never happen. No guy who's gullible like this guy will stick around. And she's probably used to now running. She runs that relationship. End of this. End of discussion. She runs the relationship, and she's only getting pleasure from it because she's willingly getting consent from a guy to get her back blown out by other guys. 
But if some other guy appears to have more money, better looks than the other guy, and would somehow have a fat fetish for this bitch, she would leave in a heartbeat. That's Cap. That's what do you guys think? That's definitely Cap. And you have a sex life that continues with Dakota. No. So you guys don't have sex? No. Wow. Not in the traditional sense. No, not in the traditional sense at all. Oh, really? So, and Dakota, do you have sex of any sort with anyone? Not anymore. Not anymore. That's just fucking. That's just. Wow, dude. Like, seriously. Wow. What is going on here? Yo, this is strange. Where do you see this progressing? This is an unusual, unusual relationship, I would say. <laughs> uh, I got to take a piss, man. I'm sorry. I really I want to hear the rest of this, which is why I'm just going to play some music. In the meantime, while I piss real quick, I will be right back. I'm sorry. This is very unprofessional, but I'm not necessarily the most professional nigga to begin with. continue the uh, cuckoldry tales i have become possessive it's mine he's mine i control what he does yep so sarah uh, so you're all the partners you bring in the african-american men how, how do they compare to dakota oh, as a sexual partner <laughs> oh <laughs> it's wrong jeez Oh man, yo! I wish I did this video with. Um, I wish I did this with the video so you guys could see my face because I can't believe what I'm hearing. She looks at him. He's like, "How do they compare? <laughs> Where do I start?" Let me answer. Yeah, you can answer. 
They're just a lot bigger than I am, honestly. They're like several times bigger. <laughs> yeah, that's sick, dude. That's fucking sick. This is this is this is sickening. This is sickening. Oh, <laughs> oh, whoa! The, the black men are much more well endowed than you are. Yeah, they're much much better than I am. And it's just a an aspect of she seems to have more fun with them. Oh, she's louder, she seems to enjoy it more. That's the only reason I like doing it in my bedroom and not in hotel rooms. <laughs> doing it in the comfort. <laughs> She let these black men. She let these black men go into. This is why this white man. This is why I'm saying this white man secretly hates black men, secretly hates them. It's just a reminder of his lifestyle and what he is forced. He is put he is positioning himself to be forced. in. this is the sheep. And this is the woman who leads the herd. This this is this is her type of response. Like this is this is bizarre. Very bizarre to say the least. In my own home and not in a hotel room where there's walls on either side. <laughs> it's it's interesting because obviously Dakota has evolved to a point where your happiness is more important than his pride. Damn. <laughs> Wow. This is the final level of the simp, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. Final level. <laughs> wow. <laughs> this is the final level of the beta male. Right here. Final form. He says where your happiness is more important than his pride. That's the look right there in the face, right? That's the look of a defeated man. Let's finish this video up. A lot of men won't do that, and that's probably half I would say the problem. 9.9% of men won't do that. <laughs> that. That's a lot of problems with the world. <laughs> men need to be a little bit more humble and listen to their women. <laughs> wow. All right, so let's check out these comments. This is a wild, wild video. All right, so first comment here is a gentleman who says, my man, you are worth so much more than this. And a woman responded and says, this is also his kink. No, he's not. He's not worth more than that. He chooses to put himself in that. You can't have sympathy for these type of guys. I laugh at these niggas, just like I laugh at these bitter bitches at the end who can't, who can't find a man. I laugh at both parties the same. This is my form of equality. Niggas like this, guys like this don't deserve any fucking sympathy. Any you you cannot empathize. If you empathize with this man, you are broken yourself. If you choose to if you choose to empathize and become a simp sympathizer, you you yourself are a weak-minded man. But then again, as I've mentioned, all of us have not not to this degree, of course, but all of us have completely simped out for a bitch and we paid the consequences some guys they're in this shit long term this guy is the extreme but is still an example nevertheless this is the sheep this is the lowest level of simp or or sheep that there is chisha zed is correct shout out to chisha zed but let's finish this he's choosing this um 
Somebody else added to this thread. A gentleman says, what if it's not though? What if he thinks he will never find someone else and this is his life? Yeah, that's depressing. Next comment here reads, he's holding on to some deep rage. One day he's going to snap. Yeah, he going, yeah, 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 yeah. He hates niggas. Okay. He hates niggas. That's number one. He hates black men. He just, his stomach turns when he sees black men because he's just imagining them just completely piping his wife out now he can say that that's a fetish but man that is that's deep unless you're participating in it It, meaning if you are doing the same to a bitch and she's watching and i don't that to me is just weird now i'll watch a bitch fuck with another bitch that's different for a multitude of reasons but for a guy to be turned on watching another guy with his cock out, sticking his cock into his wife's vagina, asshole, and mouth. That is very sassy, suspect behavior. There, There is no excuses. Somebody else responded to that comment and said, this is what I was thinking. It'll be ugly and we'll see it on... <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, he says it will be ugly and we'll see it on national news soon. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. Man, this this is actually not too far from the truth, man. I remember Jordan Peterson talking about what happens to a man who shares his woman is he builds resentment, resentment and anger. And why am I quoting Jordan Peterson? Well, because, you know, he's a clinical psychologist and understands human behavior to a level. So I guess I trust what he says. I respect a lot of other stuff he says. So next comment here from a woman reads, do people not forget he has his own free will? Nobody is forcing him to stay with her. Laugh out loud, 61 likes. A woman responds to her and said, yes, but he may feel like he doesn't deserve any better. It's sad. And another chick says, if this were reverse genders, it would be definitely be considered toxic and abusive. Wow, yeah, that's, that's definitely facts, which it is since it's a man on the bottom though you see it differently now i do want to say he's a grown man who put himself in this situation absolutely as as but when women absolutely. look at this they're like oh wow he's a victim because who in their right mind would agree to that i will say this definitely is a show of low self-esteem if you ask me yes is what i think but if the roles were reversed, yes, this would be a dangerous thing to do as men. Next comment here says, dude needs to watch Andrew Tate, 20K likes. That's hilarious. Another comment says, he looks dead inside. He says he's okay with it, but I don't think he is. He has such low view of himself. Next comment, eats to their own, but she's punching. With a surprised emoji, she laughed at him saying, a man performing better than me. Poor man. 8k plus likes finally our last comment here reads he needs to leave and never look back what do you guys think of this whole situation conversation and interview as always i appreciate you for checking out yet another episode of the coffee pod man till next time i'm out peace once again salute shout out to chisha zed my phone is on 100 percent, so let me take this off my charger I would say I'm ending this video, but I'm not. I'm going to keep going. It's been a while since I produced, uh, you know, some consistent content throughout the weekend. So I'm going to do so. Now, doing this, I don't think I'm going to be doing anything tonight. So I'm going to save everything for tomorrow. And, you know, the usual weekly grind. In which I will say, in some cases, I will be doing 
an episode in the morning, an episode at night. But you guys already know um, life works. Shit happens. Things happen. But I, I, I will always aim to try to put things together daily. So we're going to go on YouTube because we played all the videos. Hour and 30 minutes in. Let's see what we got going on here. Delusional modern woman over 45 hitting the wall. MGTOW moments. Latest juice. Shitty ad. Fuck chime. Chime mobile banking. Suck dick. Okay. Uber Eats. Go fuck yourself. Okay. Or Canada. The friend at whose... So, I recently met a woman in her mid-40s from Eastern Europe. She initially came as a tourist and was now looking to marry someone from the United States or Canada. The friend at whose place I met her politely asked me if I could talk to her and suggest ways she could meet guys. I was pretty straight with her and told her that the ideal guy for her would be in his 50s. To my surprise, she said that a guy his age would be like a grandfather to her. I kept quiet and thought, you know, if you're 45, and you think of a 50-year-old man as your grandfather. You know what? We're going to do something else. Because I wanted to connect the dots here. And I realized that that would be essentially off-topic of what I was talking about with the sheeps and the wolves. I want to bring up somebody, the tender swindler, as a representation of the wolf in sheep's clothing. All right? Tender... Swindler. Okay. Matter of fact, I really hope. Let me see if I can find it. And I found it. All right. The Tender Swindler. I played this before, but I'm only going to play parts of it just to represent what I was talking about in the beginning of this episode, where the representation of the wolf in sheep's clothing as man would be. The guy who's presentable, the guy who is a certain way on the outside, but on the inside, he has different intentions, etc., etc. So let's get into that. Yeah. At your service, sir. Give me the Tinder Swindler. Tinder Swindler. We are all looking for a diamond in the rough. And of course, you Google everyone that you were supposed to go on a date with. Well, this is gonna be fun. Let's swipe right on that. Tinder swindler. The Tinder swindler. <laughs> suffer from Disney Princess Syndrome. Unrealistic expectations. Welcome to Manage Your Highlights Daily. Shout out to our Patreon supporter, Mr. Blue Baggins, for sending us another great video to review. The Tinder Swindler is a British documentary film on Netflix released on the 2nd of February, 2022. The film tells the story of the Israeli conman Simon Laviv, who uses Laviv. the dating application Tinder to locate individuals he emotionally manipulates into providing financial support for his lavish lifestyle. 
we'll be focusing on the first woman of the documentary and highlight the Disney Princess Syndrome. Shout Syndrome. out to the Patreon gang. Salute! The original video is going to be on Patreon because we have to respect the YouTube guidelines. That's why you will get a censored and filtered YouTube-friendly version. So if you like what we do and you want to experience our content to the fullest extent, support us on Patreon. This video contains a lot of spoilers, so you've been warned. Now it's time for us to dive into this and do what we have to do. Because we meant it, we... We meant it, we... I think the... I think life is about love, because the most happiest times I've had is when I've been in love. Stop it right there. She just told you my 70 to 80% of the forces are initiated by women. She had the happiest times when she was in love. And that's the problem. People don't stay in love. This love potion wears off. It's a phase. Some call it the honeymoon phase. The euphoric stage can last anywhere from six months to two years. After this... And that's the sheep aspect of a woman. That's that's her characteristics as sheep. Life to women is love. See that? That's the sheep herd mentality. The Disney dynamic, happily ever after. The sheep and herd mentality. See what I'm saying? Face, things become quote unquote normal which is normal. However, quote-unquote normal is not good enough in modern society. Just look on Instagram. The 56-year-old ex-supermodel pointed that out. You know, on, on Instagram, which is my primary medium, uh, you know, it's all about creating images of, you know, your enchanted life and the amazing stuff you wear and the cosmetics that you beautify yourself with. And my husband just died. So it, it's not like I could go on there and and, and and talk makeup or, you know, dress up and look happy because I was going through the hardest time of my life. So this lady in this documentary said she is the happiest when she is in love. So when that love potion wears off, she's not at her happiest. This could be interpreted as something being wrong because modern society doesn't promote quote-unquote normal life. Emotions at a quote-unquote normal healthy level. Instead, it's focused on being high forever. And because of this abundance of options in the online dating world, she truly believes that she can do better, deserves better. Let's take it a step further. That's what I think is most amazing about love is that no matter how many heartbreaks you've had, you still go after it. She's addicted to that feeling, that experience. I love dating. The moment I get nervous, then I know that there's something special here. And I love being nervous. That's the she loves being nervous. Remember remember that one psychology bitch that says women love to be relaxed before being in, in the mood of sex and intimacy? Not true. Women love anxiety. They love to be nervous. They love to be with a guy that still makes them nervous, but also makes them comfortable. Nervous in a sense that, you know, this guy is above and beyond what she expects. And that anxiety of if he's going to leave and what she can do to keep the guy around. Right. That's like, dude, like, come on. Come on. Loves being nervous. This quote unquote love makes her feel alive. So when it stops, she's dead. It's over. It's over, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I'm after that all consuming the kind of 
What what you growing up with? Like you grow up with shows princess pictures. This documentary is about to delve into the phenomenon that confuses many, 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 many women and creates unrealistic expectations in the minds of little girls. The first memories that I have about love is Disney. Disney. I had memorized the entire Beauty and Beast cassette. I knew all the songs. I just love Belle. She's this small town girl like me, hoping for something bigger. She's this small town girl like me, hoping for something bigger. So listen, yo, bring that back again. Yo, yo, yo. I just love Belle. She's this small town girl like me, hoping for something bigger. She's this small town girl like me, hoping for something bigger. She meets this person, then she saves him in a sense, or he saves her as well, like to go into a different life. To <laughs> oh God! It just sticks with you, like the feeling of a prince coming to save you. Like the feeling of a prince coming to save you. And I think that even though you know it's not real, it's still with you a bit. I think everyone. Any bitch that say what I'm saying is incorrect about me saying women live on a fantasy. Watch the Tinder Swindler, okay? Real talk. Like, this This isn't to be hateful. It's, it's literally, they're telling on themselves. <laughs> they are telling on themselves. They've allowed a guy who appeared to be that Prince Charming, right? Who appears to be this powerful figure that could save and benefit her in the long run. She fell for it, got tricked, and that is essentially the wolf in sheep's clothing. The homie, the tender swindler, Simon, I forgot his last name. Simon. One has a little bit of hope deep down inside it will be as magical as they were portraying it to be. This is gold, pure gold, I tell you. These Disney stories lay the foundation. She talks about her first memories of quote-unquote love is Disney. And then she talks about the small-time girl hoping for something bigger. So every girl, most girls, can identify with these Disney princesses. The bell Translation, most girls are essentially sheeps. They are group thinkers. They think very similar. They are different in appearance. They are different to an extent in the level of emotions that they have, but they are still one in the same. And in this case, they are a part of the herd. When these women lead the herd, it goes into complete catastrophe, complete catastrophe, complete destruction, and what women live a complete life of chaos. Oh, and Cinderella stories continue into adulthood because the feeling is already established. Check this out. Oh, it's fine. I would like to know more about you. There's really not much to know about me. Fifty Shades of Grey is a perfect example of the continuation of the Disney fantasy story. 
it plays on the feeling that has already been established when these women were little girls. Anastasia literally said in this scene, there is really not much to know about me. Just like Belle, small time girl hoping for something bigger. We did two breakdown videos about the Fifty Shades of Grey movie. We highlight the fantasy, the experience that women crave when it comes to quote-unquote love. At the end of the day, it's all about them. But finding Prince Charming in real life, that's a lot of work. Time to get real. I've been on Tinder for seven years. Not from Norway. I live in London. So I've been on Tinder in two countries. Matches. Yeah. We're gonna turn it down. Fuck this bitch. Yeah, see? Two countries, seven years, over 1,000 matches, no man. But it, it gotta be the man's fault, right? It can't be her. Never. It can never be her. Lemonade renters insurance company. Wow, more ads, huh? We're going to play a little bit more of this, then I'm going to end this episode because I didn't expect all these fucking ads. She's a 29-year-old, average-looking woman. There you go. Dennis, how many matches is that a year? That's rounded off. 146 matches a year and 12 matches a month, sir. We're talking about matches, okay? This means every time your profile gets a like from someone, Tinder checks whether you have already swiped that man or woman to the right. If that's the case, a match is automatically created. The fact that she has an average of 146 matches per year and remains single says a lot about the quality of a tinder match just because you match doesn't mean you match we have videos exposing female behavior on these dating apps and we have a video of guys swiping right on every woman just to get one or two matches she mentions finding prince charming in real life is a lot of work this is exactly the problem modern women have burden of appearance they're looking for Prince Charming on these dating apps. So these matches, 9 out of 10 times, are not with Average Joe. It's with Prince Charming. And guess what? Prince Charming has options. Let's take it a step further. The most important thing that you can have is a picture of your face. And then you have a picture with friends. It's important to show that you're social as well. Feline profile is showing I'm not in the hookup culture. Like, I'm after long-term love. For me to start from... Age 29. 29. How many matches? So many matches. On, on a quest for long-term love. Age 29. Think about it. 
write on a guy, it needs to be that we have some similar interest in the pictures that I'm looking at. Maybe like a, a nice dinner somewhere, or that you like the beach, because I love a beach. Oh my god, um, animals. A handsome man with a cat, so you can't go wrong. <laughs> I want a guy that's have ambition, but it's like Marilyn Monroe in the movie Gentleman Prefers Blonde, and then she has this quote where she says, Don't you know that a man being rich is like a girl being pretty? You might not marry a girl just because she's pretty, but my goodness, doesn't it help? <laughs> this is gold seed. Women have the tendency to be politically correct when you talk to them. They will say stuff like, he needs to be ambitious, but Prince Charming has a lot of money and resources. The Beast lived in a castle, right? And there are videos online that highlight the closest thing to that castle. Chambord is the granddaddy of the Loire Chateaux. Far bigger than your average Loire castle, it has 440 rooms and a fireplace for every day of the year. It's surrounded by Europe's largest enclosed forest. It's a game preserve defined by a 20-mile-long wall and still home to wild deer and boar. It's not your average two-bedroom apartment we're talking about here. And that's not enough. It's not just the money. Look at the guy she swiped left on. And then the guy that she swipes right on. It is a very true quote. Like, you want the full package. But it's not easy to find what you're looking for. And, and more importantly, as a woman, it's not easy to come to the conclusion to realize that you're not worth all that. Just like what I said before, like, women won't come to that conclusion. She's 29, a woman who's 29, right, who's been on Tinder on two, in two different countries for seven years, over a thousand matches. If she cannot find a guy out of those she she is incompatible with men. She's incompatible. There's a only there's only that one conclusion, and it's not that she's incompatible due to the male's feeling towards her. It's what she feels towards the man. She will always expect something more, but at the same time, she's at an age where she can't really provide much to get what she wants. There's a lot of swiping. Back and forth. Back and forth. saw his pictures. He had the kind of look that I like. He's dressed very stylish. Like, I love a guy in a suit and he has several of those. And he had his link to his Instagram. Blue check. Status. His photos reflect wealth. And of course, he physically looks the part. An OkCupid okay study found that women find 80% of men unattractive. We made a f***ing wrong video of an average looking woman basically rejecting 98% of the men on Tinder. And then she is passive when it comes to asking one of these top guys out. Why? Why? Because the prince is supposed to save her. You always check the Insta. He has so many pictures and so many followers. Business meetings, parties, beaches. Money, 
status, money, looks, money, status, looks, looks. That's that's what she's saying. That's what she's seeing in the picture. A good looking guy around and, and, and just traveling the world. Everything a woman dreams of. Out of a man and out of life. But most women who even get that, even if they get it, quote unquote, without a man, they're getting it from a man. Just like these bitches on OnlyFans. Damn, I just rhymed. That was sick. But like, just like bitches on OnlyFans, though, seriously, like. They don't have to really do much, but they do the most. But at the bare minimum, they can actually get most from weak minded men. These are the women who end up being lonely because they can't find the top quality men because the top quality men see them as just the average sex object. That's the truth. This guy is just having a very different life than I ever will experience. And I was just thinking that it would be kind of cool just to, to meet up. This is game, fellas. Of course. You don't go to work when the season starts. You put in work in the off-season. Go for a test run in the preseason, but only start the season when you're ready. She goes on his Instagram page and everything sells itself because he knows women will check you out. Welcome to the modern age, the information age, where you can get all kinds of information easily from your mobile phone. He dares women, he double dares women to look at his profile page so it can trigger that feeling that Disney has installed in their system. 80, 90% of the work is already done. And the moment she swipes right, it's over! It's over, ladies and gentlemen! And then he just responds fairly quickly. I'm leaving London tomorrow. Do you want to meet up? When we text on WhatsApp. And it's not only do you want to meet up, it's do you want to meet up for a coffee? See, this guy... Yo, shout out to the Tinder swindler, man. This guy knew what he was doing. Now, you notice bitches today, they complain about coffee dates. But that only lies, in my opinion, that only lies into how attractive the man is. A man who's decently attractive may not be able to pull that off. Unless he has a way, a magical way of words. But if a guy is super attractive and appears to have everything together, she'll go to McDonald's with that nigga. Feel me? She'll go to Denny's with that nigga. No ifs, ands, or buts. He asked me to meet him at the hotel that he was staying at the Four Seasons. And he just sent the Google Maps link so I could know where I was going to go. No cheesy, corny pickup lines. He cut straight to the chase because he knows when a woman is interested, you don't have to convince her to spend time with you. Right? Bingo. Bingo. The raw, the real, the red pill right there. Bingo. Now, he's just closing the sale, advertising, promoting himself. He already did that with his Tinder and Instagram page. Now it's time to close the deal. This was just going to be like an hour-long coffee because I could just sense that this guy was a, was a busy guy. He looks exactly like his pictures. He has this magnetism. There's something about this guy that is special. It's it's the shit that you saw from. See, this is where women telling themselves. 
Now, if she never saw pictures of him on a plane, never saw pictures of him in, in other places across the world, would she have that same mindset? Absolutely not. Most bitches wouldn't even swipe if she didn't even see all of the benefits that the man has, because that's what the burden of performance represents. So it takes a wolf in sheep's clothing to point out the raw, real, and red pill within the tender swindler, within this documentary in general. It shows you how women are childish. They go back to the Disney theory. They want to be happily ever after. They want to be saved deep down inside. And they'll fall for for guys like this, guys who can portray themselves as one thing, but swindle them and take advantage of them on the other hand. Wolf in sheep's clothing. One of the first topics that we talked about was job. He's the CEO of LD Diamonds. Diamonds, guys. Keep that in mind. I, I brought this analogy up, the comparisons of these analogies all the time. Dog is a man's best friend. Woman, female dog, can be slang for bitch. Keep that in mind. Woman's best friend are diamonds, materialism. No ifs, ands, or buts. He got the job from his dad. When he was mentioning that his dad was the king of diamonds, so that meant that he was the prince of diamonds. I realized, like, my God, what, what kind of family is this? <laughs> very quickly, you become very personal. And that's what I really liked about it. He has a baby daughter that turns two in a couple of weeks. She's there. Keep in mind, we brought this up on multiple occasions. Single fathers who are established, they can find women that want to be with them, generally want to be with them. Women who are established and are single mothers are going to have a harder time especially if they put their bodies out there the way that, I don't know, Brittany, Brittany Renner is a, is, a, is a good example. You see what I mean? And she's 30, possibly 31, a single mother. Now complaining about not finding men and now talking about being a side bitch. Now to visit him in London, but she's not together with the mom anymore. Yeah. He's railing one place for a very long period of time. And that he just missed having someone, you know. Him having a child didn't turn her off one bit. I wonder Let's why. Take a step further. When we were nearing the end of the day, he said, I really want to get to know you better. They were traveling to Bulgaria for a business trip. And then he was asking me if I wanted to join them. We're traveling by private jet. Shit, Ooh, this is something new that I've never done before. I felt that I would be stupid if I said no. So I was kind of like super excited on the inside, but on the outside, I kept it very cool uh, because I was just thinking, okay, you like this guy. You just need to keep it cool now. You see, women will break their rules for the Chads and Tyrones. She thought that she would be stupid if she said no. The difference between genius and stupidity is that genius has its limits and she would not be limited. Check this out. Someone asked one of his drivers to take me back home so I could pack some stuff, get my passport, and then they will drive me back. Suddenly, there's this Rolls Royce waiting for me. So I was kind of like, oh my god, this is insane. It felt like stepping into a movie. I can be quite quick when I first packed. I had a messenger group with my girlfriends. 
My friends are freaking out. Who's this guy? How do you know him? You can be abducted. And I was like, oh, I didn't even think about that. So like, I'm just like, I want to date you. Yeah, she wasn't thinking about that because she was thinking about the plane. She was thinking about her father being the king of diamonds. She was thinking about him being the prince of diamonds. She was thinking about all the materialism. She's telling on herself. She tells her friends because this is part of the high. Just like in the fairy tale, the princess needs recognition, validation, and envy from other women. She is warned of the dangers, but she is so high on that Disney dopamine that she doesn't Ooh, care. Disney no dopamine. Let's take it another step further. At the airport, there is the entire team waiting for us. Really tall guy, which I presume is the bodyguard. There's a couple of drivers, and you have his little daughter. I see this woman that's with Simon's daughter. Simon tells me that that's the baby's mother and that they're going to be on the plane with us. His ex is joining us on our first day together. And I'm kind of like, well, this can be interesting. The foolishness. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. This is why I don't have female friends. This was the type of foolishness they wanted to talk to me about. And I would tell them, this is all you. And see, he didn't even realize it at that moment. He became the woman's girlfriend. You are no longer seen as a man when you become friends with these type of women. Because they will put you in the same position that they put their girlfriends in. You got to hear them complain. You got to hear them talk about their misfortunes. And the moment you talk about it, oh, they're walking away. Because they don't care about what you feel. They want you to care about what they feel. And friendships, they're not going to do things. They're not going to take you places and buy you shit. And if you're not dating that woman, why would you do the same for her? You need to make better decisions in your life. They avoid these red flags that even Stevie Wonder can see. And then you want to cry victim? Not here. Take it to the sisterhood. Women don't like it when you hold them accountable. And that's one of the reasons women can't stand each other. <laughs> it's like the worst person. Yeah, that's what one of my friends would say. Can you stop being so awkward? I was very excited about it, you know? What, do I, what did I bring up before? How women are essentially the awkward ones. It's not the guys. And if it is the guys, it's because they have the burden of performance where they have to approach and have to actually carry a conversation when a woman can just sit there, blink a couple times, nod her head a couple. Like, because that's really what it is. And then once she opens her mouth, she wants you to do the same. You see what I mean? Because when you become friends with these women, they feel they feel it's necessary or they, they feel entitled to tell you and, and, and just drown you with their problems and what they're going through. And then a lot of these guys, these simps who are in the friend zone, they think by listening to their conversations, they're going to have, you know, better, they're going to have better insight and better ways to obtain a woman. And these are the guys who are just complete and utter failures at the end of the day. But I was going to only go through a few minutes of this to point out how a man, 
he is, he can be, and in this case, of course, the extreme, the wolf in sheep's clothing. The sheep aspect to a woman would be just, in her mind, she's caught by the money and attention. So she's dumbfounded. So she's just following that. She she doesn't really know much about the guy, but what she sees in the pictures, tying that into just the childlike mind of the Disney dopamine, which I'm going to have to do an episode on that because I like how that is. I like how that sounds. The Disney dopamine of the dysfunctional female. They only go by, they go by feelings. They go by what they see and what they feel. They feel that this guy is worth a chance because they see his accomplishments. They see what he appears to have and they all get swindled at the very end. With champagne, with caviar. I've never eaten caviar before. And then it was sushi, and it was like this. It's, it's a totally different world. If I like someone, I'll, I'll just give them a little kiss on the cheek. It was quick, but it just felt very natural. When we landed, me and the baby's <laughs> mother and, and the baby, we went into a car. Of course, I take the opportunity to ask some questions. She tells me what a wonderful father is, that he's still supporting them even though they're not together anymore, which was really, really nice to hear. When you go to the hotel, we check in, and when we're walking into the elevator together, and exactly when the door closes, he just takes me around the waist, and he just looks at me, and he just draws me in, and he just gives me this kiss, and I was like, oh shit, you know, it's the kind of butterflies. It was passion. She gave up the pussy. Conclusion, she gave up the pussy. Now, look, keep in mind, these women are representations of modern day prostitutes. The only difference was it's it's almost in reverse because the guy would be seen as an easy target if he wasn't attractive, if he didn't have the cars, if he had money and it, it came out in a conversation, then that woman would be interested off of that. But other than that, if it wasn't the attraction that was involved, he would just be an easy target. But instead, he's the wolf in sheep's clothing. She's the target. These women are the targets, and they don't even know it. And it was just the perfect first kiss that you could have, you know? We sleep together. Yeah, we sleep together. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. Just like that. A man you've just met yep. gets to sleep with you on the first date. A date where the mother of his child is present. You ask her questions, but you wouldn't care what answers she would give you. Just like you didn't care what your friends had to say about the potential danger because he made you feel like a princess. Disney laid the foundation. You've been longing for this feeling for so long, and now it's here. It feels so good that you don't <laughs> want this feeling to stop and feel stupid if you allow yourself to think critically. From this point forward, the story takes a different turn. Bye-bye. And I don't feel sorry for her. She's an adult. Bye-bye. this is about maturity. Janice. Maturity. The state of being mentally and emotionally well-developed and therefore responsible. And this also counts for you guys. You gotta protect yourself at all times. Just because a woman looks good doesn't mean she's a good woman. Never trust a big butt and a smile. <laughs> Patreon support. Salute! Manosphere, we working. Protect yourself at all times. This video has officially been highlighted. Once again, shout out to Manosphere Highlights Daily. 
Shout out to Chisha Zed. Um, there's one content creator that I wanted to point out who did one of the videos. So I'll, let me go through this real quick again. I want to go through that. Um, let's see if I can find it here. If I can't, they'll try to look for it when I get into the house while I'm uploading this episode. Um, hopefully I can find this. All right, yeah, women being destroyed by modern feminism and hookup culture. That that video was actually by a channel called FBE Space Capital. And I'm subscribing to that as we speak with 10,000.6 no, 10.6 thousand subscribers. Subscribe to the channel. Um yeah. We went through a lot. But that was necessary to talk about the wolf in sheep's clothing. Women are sheep in wolf's clothing because they are truly feminine, but they fight their femininity to try to compete with the masculine. Hence the cover of the wolf, right? The appearance of the wolf, the women being wolves or women being combative, women being predatory. You feel me? But don't look at wolves and sheeps in the way that Better Call Saul show better how that points it out as just good and evil, because it's not just good and evil. There's people that do good things and those people so happen to previously have done bad things. You see what I'm saying? So I look at the wolf and sheep and characteristics of animals and how it can represent us as animals, warm blooded mammals in the same sense. You would have the wolves who are people who choose to more or less stand out. And then you will have sheeps who will simply comply and fit in. Okay. Now, I've said before, a sheep is only seen weak or only seen prey when it's compared to, say, predator like wolf. See, that's when the sheep which would be peaceful and things of that nature would be considered prey, an easy target. These men, like the guy who chose to be cupped by his fat, enormous wife and get completely piled up and slammed by black men on camera, he chooses that. He chooses to be a sheep and lets the woman lead the herd to his personal slaughter. You know what I'm saying? I mean, this this has been a pretty... uh reasonable episode in my opinion reasonable to say the least especially for a sunday it is 115 i actually may do something later on tonight i may not but as i always say it is past the middle of another day so in the meantime and in between time and until next time jersey judah with a sunday edition a sunday service of the crimson capsule chapel Signing out. Peace.